presents Vampire the Masquerade Hellfire Nights Welcome back once again to another episode of Hellfire Nights. Uh, I'm Raz, your storyteller, and we are about to go back into London. It is a dark, stormy night because it's a dark, stormy night somewhere at one of our players' houses, and we want to make sure that if we hear the rain and the thunder, it makes sense. So, you know, and actually, as I was thinking back, uh, cast, which, how is, how's everybody tonight? Um, I, I don't think I've had it rain once on us, I, which has been pretty shitty of me. I, I, I feel terrible. Like, every night has been just clear because there's been so many other things I've been worried about. I forgot to inject some real ambience with weather so that is entirely on me so for the next three nights it's gonna rain no matter what happens it's just gonna rain That's so we'll fun. yeah everybody will get wet quaffers will fall oh, uh, come on i spend so long on my hair <laughs> i wear mean... exclusively silks and satins so this is yeah, not very absorbent well. yeah <laughs> very might... absorbent this might make ashen brunner the cleanest he's been the deluge yeah. i was thinking yeah. that actually yeah. i'm like this I won't mean, all be bad like, yeah he doesn't he, it's not like he constantly reeks like from under cheese the entire time like he bathes right. but it's also like you know i don't know like he might forget from time to time so this this is a boon for him if for no one else so you're not talking like dust, you know, like sand or dust baths where you just find a, find a pit of something a little bit <laughs> and abrasive just roll and just, around, just roll around like in, it <laughs> like an echidna. No, no, no. This is yeah, this is yeah. He actually bathes, but it's also okay. like he has more important things to do is what it comes down. Then bathing. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I've met people. <laughs> um, all right. So okay. uh, when we last left off, uh, there had been a, a brutal and violent attack uh, upon poor Rosamond. Uh, at the at the safe house. That's where... my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> a brutal and violent attack, uh, in which she gutted, uh, sliced up as you know, in self defense, of course, a uh, a Tremere who had also suffered from the pox that is now settling itself into London and its vampire community, uh, a pox that has j- drained the disciplines, the abilities, and the longevity of the vampires of both the 12th and 11th generation uh the group does have some leads we know dr jackal has been performing some tests downstairs uh on downstairs downstairs well uh, on his way upstairs in a minute but downstairs for the moment in the safe house on um let me see alton and trish trish thank you alton and trish and uh but there was a scream upstairs. Um, the scream was a male scream, and people, I believe, started to come running. Simona was there right away and saw Rosman covered in blood and trembling as if she said he'd gone mad and struck her and blood was all over the floor. And that's kind of where we're going to pick up because, yeah, it's going to – let's see what happens. So, Cass, that's, uh, that's where everybody is. If you're downstairs and you want to make yourself make your way upstairs quickly, that's up to you. Um Evelyn, I think you were, were you upstairs as well at that point? You were around the corner, I, right, talking? Yes, I was around the corner unionizing the prisoners. Right, And right. I, I believe I actually even looked at Rosamond like, what the actual fuck? Um, like, what happened? <laughs> that sounds like somebody we know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. It's rubbing off. <laughs> The actual fuck. Okay, good. That that's I'll... like the the vocal like I don't know pattern rhythm. That was that's Paul. The verbiage is you know could be from either. Um. So anyway, upstairs, Rosamond's just been a- attacked by some you know innocent young, essentially a human person. That's actually a good way of saying it. Yeah. So. So yeah, you were yeah. almost overpowered by a human, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think, um, you know what? Let's let's dive into this. He, uh, you come around the corner and see Rosamond has gutted a human. Oh. <laughs> <What> just... 
the record, I did not cut a human. I stabbed him underneath his 12th rib up into his lungs and his heart. I'm shaken up about it, and I'm apologetic. Like, what the hell were you thinking? I'm Rosamond's just freaking out, like, what the hell were you doing? I was trying to help you. And, like, mm. holding his head and just acting like she lost a brother. Which mm. she did. Mm-hmm. Evelyn. I'm still with the doctor downstairs. Yeah. We're, we're, we're doing things to what's-his-name's unconscious genitalia. Yeah, we're, we're still extracting Alton. blood from Alton's downstairs. Yeah, okay. for, science. for science. Upstairs. Yeah. Uh, in the They're... upstairs, Evelyn rounds the corner, um, sees this horrible scene... My God, what happened? He, he went. I don't know. I. He just went mad. He said I was gonna kill him, and I. He tried to hit. Uh, well, you did. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Evelyn. Please. I tried not to. He told me not to. I tried. I'm there. Correct. Yep. I said fuck you to Evelyn, like, shut up, okay? I tried, he, he came after me, I don't know what, I said six. I stand between the two of them and extend my arms out to kind of keep them separated and I look at, I look at Rosamond and I go, tell me everything that happened in as much detail as you can muster. I can't, I'm so sorry, Silas, I'm so, so sorry. What have I done? <laughs> I turn to crying. I turn to Evelyn and I go Would you mind escorting her down while I look at the body and I'll I'll call one of the guards up to help me. This is this is very not good. This is very bad. No, I agree. This is terrible. This this man was clearly this man was under your protection and now he's dead. Yes, thank you for pointing out the obvious. I'm s- wow. <laughs> that Ouch. was classic. Ouch. I I just look at Evelyn and I go, "Please escort Rosamond down. Send one of the guards up here. I'm going to start trying to piece together what happened up here." And I turn to Rosamond again and I go, "Collect yourself. Calm down." And I will be downstairs soon to ask you about what happened. The uh, Evelyn, the minute you try to get near her, she like swats her hand at you and she says, Don't touch him! Don't you dare touch him! I so wasn't sorry. planning on it. I'm so sorry. I, why would I? She's it's hyperventilating. Her hair is all messed up because there was an attack. Her clothes are ruffled. So the story may or may not check out, but she's not moving. And if you try to touch her, she's gonna fucking swing. So how, how loud is all of this right it's now? It's loud enough where you can hear it now. Okay, well... I you think definitely we've got heard her cross out scampling. Ev. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I mean, Ev. you guys... That's fine, you guys go Ev, ahead. Or, or... Uh, Evie, would you like me to call you Evie? I'll defer to you, Doctor, as far as yeah, how much sure. blood we need to extract from this unconscious I, man's penis. I mean, at this point, we're just torturing him for hitting on the girls, so there seems to be a bigger problem. Um, it, I guess I'll I'll sigh, kind of. Uh, because I just I just quelled something earlier. Remember how well <laughs> it went? Yes, yes. I well, I, I was down him... here, but you told me about it. I assume so. Yes, yeah, I was is... bragging about how calm I made this gentleman. Maybe maybe your calming influence is needed upstairs once again. Let's let's go see what's going on. At that, okay. I will I will hustle. Yes, I'll okay. hold the door for the doctor. Yeah, you shut the door. You know, you hold the door, let him up. You go into the narrow hallway. The staircase is there. You can hear there's a great commotion. A lot of screaming. Uh, the Ventru guard has not left the door because he's waiting on Simone. He's like, Estella Torres, everything okay? No, oh. everything is not all right. I, I need you up here. There's been a horrible accident. Please come up here. Very well. Uh, he sees the two of you enter the hallway. Oh, after you, doctor. Thank you, sir. Um, And Horatio will go into the room. Okay. And upon seeing our freshly redeaded 
vampire friend. Hmm. Um, can I tell that he is like dead and not torpor since I've recently seen somebody fall into torpor? Is there like an obvious tell? Uh, yeah. Uh, this looks like a human cadaver. This, this has a pallor, uh, that, you know, is, is, is going whiter. Like their, their actual color starting to come back to their faces. Like they're starting to look like, uh, Alton and Trish downstairs. Okay. Whereas Kush just looked ignoring all the injuries and stuff like he normally looked, but asleep. Right. This, the, exactly. These people, the, the ones up here that are, that are being held and, and, you know, for their safety uh, are very much, you know, starting to have rosy of cheek and, and, uh, you know, and a bit of complexion. Uh, this guy had similar look to him and now he's, that's drained out of his face. Okay. It's so, all, you know, the color's gone. So w- walking into the room and seeing the, the body, mm-hmm. the first thing that Horatio is going to say, wait, he's dead, but he's still here. Does anybody else find that unusual? I know that this illness was bringing people back towards the mortal coil, but should he have not turned to dust? Perhaps he was more human than we thought. Oh, I was hoping to dissect somebody a bit more fully. As terrible an accident as this is, it is uh, quite fortunate. Now we don't have to ask for a volunteer as one volunteered himself. And Rosamond, may I see your hands? The doctor will start just moving right towards the body, like Rosamond, like a kid at a toy store. Okay, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna catch the doctor if I can. Ro- okay, I, yeah, I mean, uh, Mike, you're not uh, one sec, Rosamond. Mike, you're not walking with such great purpose that you're pushing past people, right? No, no, no. He's he's very okay, very so, curious. Okay, so I'll catch him and just kind of say to the room in general, if this is bloodborne. We don't want to touch this blood. Oh, Rosamond, quite, quite may I see your hands? Uh, she's not hearing you, Ashenbrenner. She's like, I need to be punished for this. What have I done? What have I done? I shouldn't have done this. This is bad. This is very, very bad. Is his blood on her? On yeah. the hand that held the knife, there is some blood. Well, isn't she also, I'm sorry, She are you cradling him or you're just kind of standing over him? I'm holding him, yeah. His head, right? You okay. said you had his head. I had, I'm hold like I'm holding up his shoulders where his head would be, yeah, like. Well, then you probably have blood on you. Yeah. Yeah, okay, as soon as I come in and see that, I'm, you know, gonna take a step back and, you know. Just kind of look around. Doctor, do you have gloves? Yes, of course. What sort of medical professional do you think I have? Uh, the <laughs> highest highest quality leather surgery gloves. And Excellent. he will, you know, of course he's got his bag with him. So he's rummaging and finding his elbow length leather butcher's gloves, basically. So you're okay. able to put those on? Uh, but Ashenbrenner, that's a very valid point, and I'm sure Doctor Jackal would have come, you know, at some point would have had a similar concern. If it is air, if it's bloodborne, um, yeah, we could if it's be looking airborne, at Rosman. We could all be in, you know, a problem. But yeah, so from this point on, like I'm, I'm going to be super conscious of where that blood has gone and okay. anything it touches. So you know, if Rosamond begins to move towards me, I'm going to move back. <laughs> things like that. Usually a good good thing to do with yeah. Tremere anyway. Making, making so, sure I'm not stepping on, like, has he, is there a massive, like, pool of blood around him? Has it seeped um, mostly into his clothes? A lot of it into his clothes. Uh, and whatever's, whatever was in the room. She stabbed him inside the, the uh, inside the doorway of the room. So it, it's it not spray? like pooling into the, yeah, it's not pooling out into the hallway. Right? Okay. Okay, gotcha. I'm, I'm just keeping my eye out for things like that. And, you know, yeah. my, I'll keep, my arms are now going to be behind my back unless I, you know. Basically okay. trying to figure out if this was like a realistic bleeding out or like a, you know, 1970s samurai film bleeding out. It's exactly. not a realistic. Yeah, a, yeah it's a, a realistic bleeding out. Yeah. down the room. No, no, no. You're not. A, it's, it's not a uh, Quentin Tarantino film. So Rosamond is still on the floor with him. Mm-hmm. And yep, she's not. She said. Okay. And she's uh, not willing or able to move yet. I am going to lean down next to her. I know that everyone's keeping distance right now, but 
Oh, the doctor's moving in. He's yeah. got his gloves on and he's moving in. I... Yeah. I, I'm i the only one keeping distance. Okay. Upon right. hearing that Ashenbrenner is uncomfy, also, I don't want... Rosamond's <laughs> just told me to fuck off, essentially. I don't want anything to do with her or this dead human. No, that's, that's respectable. I'll keep my distance as well. Okay. Then I'm going up next to Rosamond and I crouch down so I'm at her level and I place a gentle hand on her back just to gauge her reaction. She flinches and shies away. Rosamond, I know what just happened to you was incredibly upsetting and traumatic and your reaction is warranted, but please, I have. we have to clear this away. You have to let the doctor look. No. This is going to... Rosamond? No, Rosamond. I can't. I Rosamond, can't. you are not in charge here, I am. You are not in charge of me! You are not my primogen! And I point to Ashenbrenner. It was him! He did this! He was mad when you talked to him! What did you do? Rosamond, now is... this! I tighten my grip on Rosamond and I go, you are hysterical right now and you are going to upset and scare everyone else here. I will not let that happen in a house that I am in charge of. You are going to either calm down and stay here or you are going to go downstairs. I have no problem kicking you out of this house if you are going to act this way and not listen to reason. Do you understand me? She doesn't say anything. Yeah, and as soon as she accuses me, my eyes are going to narrow a bit, and I'm suddenly paying a little more attention. Um, can I pick up if uh, Can I pick up if uh, anything in in her in her uh, well performance seems uh, seems to ring hollow at all? Um. Because even in yeah. the heat of battle with werewolves, I didn't see any sort of cracking of her facade. Even in some of the more stressful moments, I haven't really so, seen her this reactionary. Right. Um, the what what is playing across that that you would know bef- unless you're going to throw something um, like if you're reading her auspics, she is heightenedly concerned. She is concerned. She's nervous and she's scared. Those would be no. what you'd get. Not us, but yeah, it's it's more just kind of like, you know, like the person who calls 911 and says, oh my God, I found a body. Usually that person killed the body. Um, So it's kind of like, especially the whole, like he did it. Like then, like up to this point, it was like, I got to be concerned about that blood. But as soon as she accused me of this, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, huh. So it's so, more like, yeah, I don't know what uh, into like trying to pick up on like, well, gosh, to, I guess it's trying to see if anything is ringing false. Like, cause I had no reason not to believe her up until she just accused up until that point. me of the, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, you, you know, the disciplines of vampires from different clans, um, that kind of thing. So let's look at, uh, let me get if Auspex makes more sense, whatever would make Auspex more is sense. one I mean, of the things that you could do, but there's, let's see what kind of a check I just got to find my, cause I also have a pretty high performance and, you know, as, as kind of a performative, you know, living this performative life that I do or not living right. this performative on life that I do. If someone were, you know, this is something I might do, you know, I, would, <laughs> I might pull I would, this shit on somebody. This is yeah, an action so runner move. That's coming the, yeah, from my so brand. It's kind of like, huh, I would try this. And hey, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm kind of trying to find, I, right now I'm trying to determine, is this exactly as it seems or, huh? Like as this unfolds, so, we'll see how, how doubtful I get. You can do, you can do this one or two ways. If you have the performance, you yeah. can do, you can use your performance and manipulation, or okay. you can use perception and empathy. If she's lying, it's performance. So I think I'll, yeah, I'm not trying to, you know what it is? Because I'm Ashenbrenner. I'm not trying to see, oh my gosh, is my friend okay? I'm trying to see like, is this bullshit? Right. So this so, is definitely manipulation and, and performance. Yeah. Correct. Um, now, Rosamond, what's your humanity? Uh, that, that would be a good old six. Six. So Ashenbrenner, you need sixes and you need to tell me how many you get. 
Okay. On the dice. Rolling seven dice. That's a big number. But why are you just... No, not one seven-sided die, you fucking robot dickhole. Sorry, give me a second. Okay, rolling seven dice. <laughs> uh, eight, ten, ten, seven. So four successes. Three was more than enough. Um, all right, so this, what you're seeing here... Um, is is you feel it's being amplified okay her distress is somewhat amplified now, here's um, a question actually i'm sorry so when i fucked up my calm my calming tactic last time uh would i have known that or would i have said calm down and then he got really calm or i guess <laughs> i i definitely would have noticed that he that he got petrified i guess how would how would a vampire recognize that he fucked up something like that no uh well it depends in, on a dominate if you tell the person to do it they don't on a on a suggestion presence yeah i correct. basically told him to yeah calm i said yeah and what would happen is it it will fail and they may get aggressive so he didn't so, get aggressive he literally froze yeah he froze for a okay. moment but it is not outside of your realm that you have seen people when you've tried to calm them down especially when it, you know, like when you were younger, when you were yeah. first generated, when when your sire tried to teach you the discipline, you do remember that there have been times where people have gone the exact opposite of what you've told them to do, okay. because presence is an emotion. So you're trying to calm; it would create hate or or anger or aggression. Dominate; it would be sit and they look at you and go "fuck you." That's a problem. So okay. those are the telltale signs. So in your head, you actually while you you're saying this could be ramped up. There must be a niggle of doubt that, well, wait, maybe he went nuts. Like, maybe I did force something. Okay. That's, that's just because okay, of the dice So rolls. I definitely yep. fucked up. All right. So I definitely know that. Okay. So it's not like I actually did a great job. I do seriously know that I did fuck up and I was. You okay. felt you did not feel him comply the way you thought you would have. And that, and gotcha. you know, that usually means it didn't stick right. Gotcha. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, in that case. Okay. So I know it's amplified. I know what's happening is amplified and I don't actually know. I cannot determine that it is bullshit, and I cannot determine that I did actually not potentially have something to do with this. There is there is no way you can literally stand in, you know on, with a hand on a on a blasphemous book, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the Necronomicon, and say, "Oh hell no, I didn't do that." Yeah, there's there's doubts, and her amplified okay. behavior could be because it's of the same clan, and you do know how tight that clan how hard they are on their on their on their members even gotcha. successful members it's it's a lot of burden for them they the, every little thing is measured calculated controlled and she's done something out of control okay gotcha all right so just so okay my my uh, even this even though this was a very successful role it did not actually achieve what i was trying to achieve okay well it did it, because well, it so told she's, she's not faking it she's absolutely gotcha. not there she's distressed but and she's amping up the performance. I want you. That's definitely part of it. Okay. But she's to say that your performance, gotcha. Yeah, okay. but to say that your character thinks it's all one hundred percent bull. Like, wow, this is a little extreme. But wow, yeah, you know, this could have went wrong. Like, yeah. Okay. In that case, I will remain. I'll remain in the room and just kind of. I'm now paying very strict attention to what she of says course. next. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank <laughs> of you. Of course. <laughs> all right. Gotcha. Uh, Evelyn's heading, Evelyn, you're heading downstairs or just doing what you were going about doing? Um, uh, no, I'm not leaving this, this scene, this charade. Okay. No, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna observe, man. All right. So, uh, Rosamond, uh, the doctor is putting, has, has gloves on. Um, he's, I'm sure, doctor, are you also saying, you know, Rosamond, it's okay to leave. I'll take care of it. Are you trying to, you know. I would assume you'd be like somewhat comforting at this point, right? Or yeah, would you just be like absolutely? Um, Ms. Henshaw, it's crucially important that you remove yourself from this situation. I would hate for you to become infected by this pathogen if it is in fact bloodborne, as uh, we suspect it might be. Uh, furthermore, your primogen, they have tasked you with finding the solution to this, and. To be quite frank, there are very few diseases that cannot be found by taking apart the body of someone 
afflicted with such a disease. Uh, you would be doing your primogen wishes by allowing me to do my work. She looks up at you and goes, Do you know that you have to drink the blood of the afflicted in order to get it? Well, normally that is uh, presumably how this might go about, but we do not know anything about this disease for certain yet. Why take a risk that we need not take? The bra, the the place where all the younglings would go. Uh, keeper, what's or toast storyteller? What's the name? Maxine. Of what? The place where Anton and Maxine's. Like, Maxine. Maxine's. That's where it began. The younglings feed off each other. Ugh. Well, that's uh, very useful information indeed, but I, I still feel that you are putting yourself at unnecessary risk, as well as indirectly impeding the wishes of your primogen. He w they would want me to bring him home. They would want me to bring him home so that we could... I don't know. Would they want me to bring him home? Rosamond, he will be staying here. The doctor will be examining his body so that we can find answers. We might be able to put a stop to this so that no, no one else will be afflicted with this. If they has an issue with it, they can take it up with the prince. Or with me. But Kiernan put me in charge of this. He put me in charge of this house to watch over them, to look after answers, to figure out answers. The doctor should examine him further. You bring up the prince and yourself and how you're responsible for them. Rosamond's expression kind of turns into more like she it's like she swallowed down the the fear it's like an anxiety technique of like i swallow down everything that's wrong with me and i just turn neutral uh rosamond turns up and goes promise me you will find out i don't this, this shouldn't have happened but if either of you can help people like him that's more important than anything. That's what we're going to find out, Rosamond. Now, everything will be alright. I'm sorry. And now she's saying sorry to you. I, I, I'm, I'm terrified. This, this is insane. You're upset. You have, you're in, you're in shock, if, if vampires can be in shock. Um, Rosamond. She sure looks like she could be. Rosamond, <laughs> why don't you go downstairs, and you collect yourself, and I will stay up here with the doctor, and anyone else, if they would like to, or if anyone wants to accompany Rosamond, and I turn to look at Ashenbrenner and Evelyn, and I just say again, but I would rather do this away from the eyes of everyone up here. I don't want to scare them any more than they are already scared. She lets go of his head. She gets up. She doesn't pick, take the knife out because not even on her brain. And she looks to the doctor and goes, How do humans bury their dead nowadays, Doc? Um, he will... Give a start giving like a whole long lecture about modern internment practices for you know <laughs> safety and health and all that. Yeah, I'm not even sure their embalming was done yet. No, it definitely oh. wasn't. Yeah, okay. Well, they were still putting and, people on ice as recently as the 30s. Okay, and, and how you know that? We'll talk later. Go ahead. <laughs> but Rosamond goes after you're fin after you finished taking him apart, please make sure that he at least has a place to be remembered. I want to if anything I'll visit. Or her family will visit. I don't We can we can worry about that at a later time Rosamond. Please go downstairs, collect yourself and then I, I turn to the doctor and I go 
I can assist you through this. We can get to work. Yes, well, as much as I appreciate that, um, I believe Ashenbrenner's skill set may be a bit more applicable. I see. Well, I will still be here while it happens. I am curious. So if you want to be in the room, you can, you're of course more than welcome to be in the room. I am speaking strictly from a practical standpoint. Of course. Uh, Evelyn, you get pretty much wrapped up with what you're doing with the, uh, with the list of, you know, what can I get you? Do you need another pillow, a blanket, you know, something to snuggle, scotch, whatever it is. And, uh, you make your list. Rosman is brought downstairs by the guard. Uh, of the uh, the Ventru uh, at the door. She, he uh, helps escort Rosmond downstairs. And uh, the doctor, Ashenbrenner, and Simona, I guess, move into this room with the doctor's bag. I, to bring them downstairs in front of Trish and Alton would probably not be a good idea. Uh, so it's you have an option. You can use the kitchen or this room as your dissecting room, doctor. I imagine the kitchen is going to be slightly more sanitary. Like, I don't think they're going to have, Maybe. like, a granite marble countertop or whatever you would find in some nouveau riche uh, McMansion these days, but mm -hmm. it's still got to be at least theoretically more sanitary for cooking purposes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Ashenbrenner to uh, assist me with moving the body down to the, um, to the kitchen area, maybe roll it up in a rug or something first so that, you know, I've got my gloves. I don't know if anybody else has something that will approximate gloves. So wrap the body in like a curtain or a rug or something like that so we can transport it more safely. Yeah, if you use the drapes from this, you know, from one of the in the, in the hallway or whatever, you'll be able to pick him up and carefully bring him downstairs. Edmundo's at the bottom <clears throat> of the stairs asking if you need help. He's like, oh, a body. Do you, do you need help with this? I can assist if you need. Just uh, to keep some of the weight, doctor. Much appreciated, Edmundo. If you would be a good chap and get the door uh ashenbrenner and i have the body of course doctor be careful with the stairs they are a little bit a little narrow so please watch your step and he shuts the door to the room and he looks over at evelyn and says senorita are we done here no very well i will wait downstairs <sighs> once we put the body in there i'd like a moment uh with simona if i can track her down yeah, well, Simona's following you downstairs anyway, Ashenbrenner, into the kitchen to do the autopsy. Okay. So we're good. Yeah, she'll be there. I also have something special that I would like to do, but I'll discuss it with Ashenbrenner first. Yeah. Um, everybody seems to... Simona, woman of the hour. Um, I'm not gonna go until I speak with her. Okay, so the way this would make the most sense probably is the doctor and Ashenbrenner are carrying the body down, Edmundo shuts the door. Simone is there. She's about to follow you. Grab her. What do you want to say? So, where's Rosamond? Downstairs. And we are upstairs, where the, where the, all, all the uh, okay protected people are. Right. <laughs> yeah, the uh, prisoners, as I like to refer to them. Well, the prisoners are. Um, the so, unmade. <laughs> um, Evelyn, kind of you know, places a, you know, a gentle, like, stopping hand out and is like, I won't be, but I won't take a moment of your time. I feel I'm, I'm so, it's unfortunate that uh, this has happened. I, I don't envy you your position for what it's worth. Thank you for saying that. It's, Never since I came back from Italy, it just feels like one horrible thing after another, and I am just trying to keep afloat. You've been handed a very poor ship and rough seas to sail it on. That being said, he didn't turn to dust. We saw it. I know. Meaning... That was a human man, essentially. Yes. That attacked her and caused her enough fright to drive a dagger 
between his ribs and into his chest. I also have a similar feeling that you are having, Evelyn. It doesn't feel right. That is why I'm having the doctor investigate and why I will be doing an investigation of my own. Good. Thank you for offering your services tonight to get the doctor everything that he needs to make everyone here more comfortable. I cannot thank you enough. Think nothing of it. May have spoken out of turn with you, your primogen now, and our relationship is slightly different. Consider this, well, not, a, not an olive branch, my dear, but I never apologize. I know. I, and I appreciate this for what it is. Of Thank course. you. Don't let them have the body. I wasn't going to. See what they do. That, I feel like that will be more telling than anything. When I have more answers, I will figure out what to do with the information. But for now, I'm trying to keep Rosamond calm, get her side of the story when she's not as hysterical, and see what we can gleam off of Silas's body. I have another piece of advice, but you don't have to listen to it. I'm always willing to listen. Don't let her wait too long. She'll formulate something. That is a good piece of advice. Thank you. She's wounded. Or at least seems to be. Press her now and it's more painful. She'll break something. And with that, my dear, I'm going to leave you. Any information you find, I would be, well... I have the information to collect that uh, Mr. Brankowitz was supposed to send. I have to collect that. And any information that is discovered here, I trust will be shared. I do have the safety and the lives of members of every family coming into London in my care. And I would hate for them to step onto our lovely English soil unprepared for what's happening. We will keep each other informed on mutual information. Wonderful. You'll be hearing from me. Edmundo? See? <laughs> He's downstairs. Oh, darling, prepare the carriage. We're leaving. Of course. And then you hear him say something in Spanish along the lines of get out of my way, idiot. And he opens the door and steps outside. So gentle. That sounds about right. Um, then I... He has a tender touch. <laughs> <laughs> Out of my way, Viota. <laughs> I will, um... Then I'll, I'll just politely walk down and I'll sort of motion for Evelyn to follow me and I'll, I'll walk her to the door and bid her goodnight again before I go and uh, join the gentleman. Got it. Okay, so Rosamond, you're here. But all that time that they're upstairs, are you staying here? Nothing, nobody said for you to stay. I would have one of these servants or the guards, like, I would tell them, yeah, I'm leaving. I give my regards to Simona, tell her that they need to know and they need to give me punishment. Okay. The door, you, you're outside before they come down. I get into the carriage that I came in and I tell him, drive quickly. And he does, because that's what he's supposed to do. He drives you away. So there's several carriages all over the street. Yours is the... Uh, the mortician's so, one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Evelyn's is kind of... Evelyn's is the sleek, sexy looking one in, in a dark cherry red. You know, sort of like we've talked about yours. Away you go. It is raining. I want to make that absolutely goddamn clear. You got to make it clear. It is raining. It is fucking coming down like a del. It was like 
I swear to God, you, it's biblical rain. That's what's at, in amazing. Like we're, about to see, like we're about to the see Noah's Ark rain. <laughs> right. I mean, we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> because for the last three months, I've never said it rained. I cannot believe I have not done that. That is so annoying for me. Okay. So tonight, boom, Noah's Ark. Here we go. Yes. The streets are just torrential rain, uh, bouncing six inches off the cobblestones as it hits. It's just so damn hard. Uh, but yes, you make your way uh, across back across town. Are you heading to the Chantry? Yep. Okay. You make your way towards the Chantry. We'll take we'll pick that up in a minute. Simona, when you come downstairs with Evelyn, um, you know, Edmundo's outside. You open the door. Evelyn is steps out. And as you start to shut the door, the gentleman at the, the venture at the front, uh, who's been guarding the safe house for you, uh, looks and says, Miss Henshaw gives sends her regrets and says that they have summoned her immediately back to the Chantry. They, she was somehow in communication with them and said that her primogen or primogen has demanded her immediate return to their home. I see. Thank you for passing along the message. Um, please alert me if anyone else calls. Um, don't let anyone else in to the... Sh- to the safe house tonight without my approval. Thank of course. You. Thank you. And I will uh, I will turn to go into the kitchen and I will come through the doors and immediately say to them, well, she's left. They called upon her to bring her back. Um, quite frankly, I don't know if anyone else is getting a similar feeling, but this doesn't feel great. Yes, well, it is never a good feeling when one of your charges passes away suddenly and under questionable circumstances, so I I can see where you're coming from there, Miss Delatore. This just doesn't... She... Simona, I am not a doctor, and in all matters medical, I will defer to our good doctor. But if indeed this is bloodborne, as it seems to be affecting our blood and the way we process blood, we have just lost our blood person. As Primogen, do you think you could reach out to um, them? Their. <laughs> I don't know their pronoun. Are we having a Victorian pronoun crisis? Oh my God. <laughs> How modern day is this? The the double ones. If you could reach out to them and and have them send us another blood person. I, I feel as if a Tremere is necessary in discovering all the secrets that this potentially tainted blood has to offer. And we just lost ours. I'm not sure if I want to bring anyone from Clan Tremere here right now. At least not yet. I don't know if uh, we'll be able to figure anything out without someone who has a deeper understanding of blood. I think you're right, but I, I want to try one thing before we call upon them. Before we let they know about what happened. Because this doesn't feel right. Rosamond accused you of messing something because I know that you you tried to calm him and she accused you of something going awry. Whether or not I calmed him into a furious rage is not important. I did sense that Rosamond was maybe chewing the scenery a bit. But I agree, something is absolutely not adding up here. Uh, but for right now, I think the most important thing is to solve uh, the mystery inside the blood. Uh, but if you don't want to bring in a blood person, then uh, sure, let's try and find out what's amiss with Rosamond. No, I, I do. I want to bring in, I want to let both the prince and they know, because this is... This is not great. I just wanted to try one thing. And with that storyteller, I wanted to use my auspex 
because at level three, I have something called spirit ties and I can learn something about a target from residues of their tissue or just things that are left behind. Now, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure what that means um, because that is all that it said in the book and that's all I have to go off of. But I wanted to try it just so I can get a better sense because I couldn't get a story from Rosamond. And just in my gut, this just doesn't feel right because I'm thinking about what Evelyn had said to me. I'm thinking about the way that she, that um, Rosamond acted up there. And I understand that it's coming from a place of, you know, just being upset and shock, but it just sounded everything just sounds really off to me. So I just want to try this before oh, I call everyone in. Yeah. And, I, and I'm absolutely backing. Yeah. I mean, Ashton Ritter has basically just said, yeah, things have been, yeah, things were exaggerated. No, yeah. but you had a wonderful point and I didn't even think about that. So thank you because my mind was in the, I have to figure this out. And you were like, we might not have everything to figure it out. And you're completely right. Yeah. I mean, we know the limitations of our science. Like, I mean, I, I forget, were microscopes invented? And even if they were, were blood cells and blood typing? It was starting in the, around this period. Um, yeah, the, uh, they they were already looking at um, red versus white blood cell, you know, counts in the blood and yeah. things like that. They, but yeah, by no means. The whole backstory is that he's been experimenting on blood, uh, Agnes's request. Right. Okay, so, so you might actually have much this, like this on knowledge. the cutting edge knowledge yeah that's okay. part of his strength yeah all right cool so, so in that case we might not uh need a tremere but i feel you know in my mind again ashton brenner doesn't know all the ins and outs of tremere's he just knows that they're the blood people so yeah. maybe they could you know dip a finger in and go oh yeah 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 it's this and this oh yeah and also yeah. it's cut with baking soda it's someone exactly. i'm going to yeah i will as soon as i do this cursory look and i i do my auspex check I'm going to be sending a message to both Kiernan and they to let them know, hey, someone died here. Like right. We had so that they can come and do their own investigation because, you know, if if someone dies under my care and I don't report it, that's going to look very bad for me. And it could look yeah. very bad for all of us. So You're okay. putting a lot of faith in how much of this body is going to be left once the doctor is done with it. <laughs> For science. What? What are you? Oh my god! Well, I might just do my check and then call and then have them. We'll we'll discuss after I do my check. The first yeah, yeah. right. Do your so thing. Doctor's getting it. He's got his bone saws out. Yeah, doctor. Um, I assume Jesus. the doctor is getting ready to exactly. do the autopsy while you're gonna do your your check. Yeah. Thing. So you, so Simona, you walk into the kitchen. It's a well accrued kitchen for its time. Uh, you know, it's this is a like I said, it's not. A gorgeous house on the outside. On the inside, it's fairly, you know, it's 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 a safe type house. It's it's a place where a ventru could, uh, a dignitary could come in. They're, they're not as into the absolute perfect finery, but the stuff that is here is good quality. It's just a little possibly on the sparse side compared to something you're used to. But the kitchen is well accrued. Um, not because they need it to eat, but because if anybody ever broke in, the house needs to, if it had a vacant kitchen and everything else, would be like, well, why is there all this shit in here? And Someone's staying here with no kitchen. So it's all part of the illusion of the house, of what they tried to do. Uh, doctors got him on the island in the center of the kitchen where chefs would normally do a lot of their prep work uh, when it was being housed by, you know, people who were living. And the body is sitting there. He's got his bag out, another table pulled over and all kinds of stuff on it. Um, so you walk up with your auspex and you begin to really focus on uh, Silas itself and, and the body. Um, have you played, uh, any of the call of Cthulhu, uh, the sunken city one, uh, any of that video game? Yes. So have you gotten to the point when you start seeing the memories and you have to follow them around in the right order? Yes. I remember that. Okay. So for list for the, our listeners, this is what this sort of looks like for Simona. She sees off of the body. She gets enough of a read of what happened moments before it expired. And Simona, they, they, they're jumbled, but with time and a little bit of practice, you're able to put them into the right order. And it very much appears that you see Ashenbrenner, you, you see from the inside of the cell, Ashenbrenner, you don't hear the words. It's all just images. 
but they're outline images, just like ghostly forms. You see what you think is Ashenbrenner standing on the outside. Say something. You see, you know, you, you just see the body because you're like in a third person perspective. You see the, the uh, Silas kind of freeze. Then you see Rosmond come in and Silas gets agitated. And Rosmond seems to be trying to calm him down. And as he steps towards her, a blade, you see the blade flash and she sticks him. There was, a, there was communication. There was words being said back and forth. But you see Silas, probably, you know, definitely agitated and upset. And as he moves towards her, she comes in with a knife and, and sticks him. Did it look like he was lunging forward to attack her? He lunged in. He did okay. move in with, he moved in with purpose and his arms were out. All right. And I hear no words or anything. I just see. The you motions. see images. Okay. And through that entire thing, nothing, because she did it the way she did it. Because Ashenbrenner's, and this is only for Paul, this is only for Paul. Because Paul has a small niggling of a doubt. Because she commanded him to move towards her and attack. And because he failed that role, she succeeded in her in her attack on him with against his willpower. And he lunged. Everything you're re-examining, you're seeing through these images, definitely seems to justify or at least back up her claim that he made the first move. And she defended herself. All right. Then after I come out of seeing everything, I, you know, shake my head. I sort of reground myself in, in reality. Mm -hmm. And I, I look at the doctor and I look at Ashenbrenner and I go, from what I'm gathering from Silas's last moments, he did lunch for her. He did try to grab her. Now, I don't, I can't hear any words. I don't know what was said. Ashenbrenner, what did, you just commanded him to calm, correct? I, I just need to know. I'm not accusing you of anything. I just, since I don't have Rosamond here, I just, I want to know your side, just in case the prince or they ask. <clears throat> well, sometimes you have a good day, and sometimes you have a bad day. Uh-huh. I've not had a great day, and possibly I said calm, and he went turgid with panic. It happens. Of course, I understand. I, I just need, I just needed to hear from you that you said calm. I believe oh, you. Oh, yes. I will back you up if the prince or they ask. I just needed to know for sure, because I, I can't hear anything when I'm in, when I'm seeing the past, when I'm seeing the visions. Here's the bottom line. If a human tried to attack even the weakest kindred, I don't think murder in self-defense would be the only option. I don't believe so either, but Rosamond didn't exactly know that he was human yet. This is... The first time we've ever seen, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the first time that we've ever seen one of the afflicted die from something, correct? And correct. They, and they didn't disintegrate. So for all Rosamond knew, she thought that they were just weakened versions of themselves. She didn't know that he was a full human yet. But I don't know, I don't know entirely how the Trimere operate. I don't know the entirety of their gifts that they have well that's exactly my point they operate with a depth of knowledge of blood that you and i will never have 
So I suppose my question is, why are we even going about things in this manner? Why didn't uh, them gather up a bunch of these afflicted and then do their blood magic and then simply tell us what was going on? Storyteller, um, I, as far as I'm concerned, I know that the Tremere haven't done any experimentation, right? Uh, Kiernan, actually, at the meeting, when you were right back, said he had they looking into it. Okay. But he said that there was a safe house where, you know, this place was put up where some of them are. How the Tremere are going about their, you know. And actually, all all of you might remember, Trish and Alton came with Rosamond. She did have them and she said she she brought them here. That's how she came into the house. She's like, oh, I brought them here for you guys to look at. We've already made some, we gave some cursory glances at them. But, you know, we, we thought that they would, you know, you'd want to have them here with, and we could keep them safer. So she actually brought Trish and Alton to the door. Okay. So the I, Tremere have been looking at people. But I guess here's my point. Why aren't we working with the people who know more about it? I feel like everything we find is going to be secondary to the depth of their knowledge. Paul, so I, I feel like you are poking. on to, you are absolutely on to a thread. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And, and that's, that is... and that's what I'm expressing. I feel like everything we're doing here, it's adorable. We're going to cut them up and say, yes, <laughs> this man without this a head. Is... Yeah. Th- this man without a head is deceased. Meanwhile, <laughs> we have like scientists, basically we got, we got, we got blood scientists over in the secret place with the secret door and you can't get in unless you, you know, poke the gargoyle right in the prostate or whatever. So I feel like this entire thing up to this point, it's felt a bit like a distraction after Rosamond randomly knifed this dude in the heart. (laughs) It wasn't that random. And here's the thing. Well, quote unquote, (laughs) randomly. (laughs) Here's the thing, um, we've all, from the moment we all got into this this, uh, safe house, we've been hearing heartbeats. We've been smelling live skin. We've certainly not been seeing vampires. And even a 13th generation vampire, unless they caught us completely unawares with a weapon, they would still have a tough time fucking up uh, a higher, a a lower generation. Yes. And not everybody hears as well as you do. Not everybody smells as well as you do because you have auspics as a natural gift. Vampires smell better, but not all. I don't want to say it, that's but vampires have heightened senses, but not like yours and Simona's. You guys are off the scale. Like you can, you're like Lucy. You know, I hear mice walking like elephants across the rooftop. Yeah, um, that's you guys. That's not every vampire has that gift. Okay, Some so of that's have, not yeah. a, that's not an automatic tell. Okay, got okay. not automatically. I mean, then, things are just incredibly sus. Like that's that's absolutely the thing. incredibly so. Yeah. Um, I I put a hand on Ashenbrenner's shoulder, and I'm just kind of like looking at Silas as I'm doing that, and I go, "When Kiernan assigned me to the safe house, when he was telling me everything, when I returned from Italy, he told everything. me that they." Yes, telling us everything. Yes, Here, uh, well, sure. everything. <laughs> I, I shoot. You, you mean the prince, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, that Kiernan? I sort of, I, I shoot Ashen Brenner a look like, I understand. Normally, I find this charming, but please. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll make a please continue gesture. Yeah. Thank you. Um, when he was deep, when he was explaining what was happening and he assigned me to the safe house he assured me that they were looking into this that they were starting i don't know why there haven't been more breakthroughs i had brought the doctor here and i had brought rosamond here so that we could jumpstart the investigation and maybe find more answers but now i think with what you've said, it is incredibly odd what's going on. And just Silas's reaction and how he acted as soon as Rosamond had entered his sight, it just, it doesn't feel right. I, None of us will ever fully understand Clan Tremere. They make sure of that. But this is incredibly odd. 
I don't need to understand the inner workings of Clan Tremere. I like a little mystery. But if we are to work with them, there needs to be a modicum of transparency. And as for there being a breakthrough, I'll turn to the doctor. Doctor, would you say the knife broke through Silas's rib cage and broke through the cardiac enclosure? So I've been, I assume that I've been working the entire time. These two have been going back and forth. Um, I mean, it's only been a couple minutes while you set up, okay. but yes, I'm sure you're, you're beginning your process. Doctor, make me a medical, a medicine and perception roll, please. Perception, not intelligence. Okay. So that's going to be seven dice, not eight. Jesus Christ, you people. He I is hate a older generations. doctor. <laughs> he is a doctor. I hate this shit. <laughs> Those were his numbers when he was human. That was 400 dice I just heard. 10. <laughs> I know. Doesn't it feel like that? 9. So that's three successes so far. <laughs> fail. So far. Fail. Fail. That's 7. Even. That's a third. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's a fourth. And 9. So five successes. Five successes and a couple of fails. Yes. But, but no, no, crit, but no crit fails. No crit fails. Oh, so you're way over. Doctor... Um, Silas's eyes are, are, are more sunken in than when you and Ashton Brenner unrolled the rug and put him onto the table, and his cheeks are going sallow. Okay, so there's a, quite, quite an interesting development here, Ashton Brenner. I haven't quite gotten to the, the heart yet to answer your question, uh, but uh, it appears that the body is decomposing much, much more rapidly uh, than it would under normal circumstances. So perhaps this young man was not quite fully human, but not quite fully undead. He is somewhere in between, decomposing quickly, but not turning to ash. <sighs> Did I infer correctly on that, Raz? Absolutely. Okay. And that was coming, guys. The, the, the fact that he didn't turn to dust right away, great catch. But yes, they would. they would basically begin to cadaver very slow, just fade away very slowly. When you're like 800 years old, you'd be dust already. So boom, you go to dust. 500 years old, boom, you'd go to dust. But this guy isn't even that old and his generation is not strong. So he's slowly breaking down. But he's breaking down at least eight to 10 times faster than a human at any, you know, more than that even. Then he's definitely breaking down. Seeing this and figuring that we have a very short time to act, mm -hmm. I am going to exit the room and I'm going to find either two guards or just two yeah like two guards and I have one bring a message to the prince and one bring a message to they and tell them very briefly about what happened and I request both of their presence immediately at the safe house and I am going to continue to work in haste to try and Preserve at least the heart and the brain. All right. Yeah, you're able to get that. Now, as far as preservatives in a kitchen, um, the kitchen is well accrued as far as pots, well, pans, and stuff. I know we've we've discussed Vinegar? in the past that he's had things like ether in his bag. Yeah, ether's not a. So yeah, I don't know what else. I'm not he sure might how have. much preservative. Yeah, but you can. I mean, a brine. A brine. Yeah. Seriously, as soon as I start to see that, I, I'll see if I find any pickles or, or like you know jars of pickled eggs and start removing the eggs. I guess. <laughs> any yeah, you're able storm. to come up. Yeah, I mean, it's pickled. Um, yeah, you're <laughs> able to come up with something briny or whatever. I, I I don't. Someone's probably listening to the show, going, "That would break it down." I'm, I don't know, but I, I would think that would that would keep it long enough for what you need to do so in this universe it doesn't listen there so we go. Wasn't I guess... in a movie that i haven't watched in the last week i don't know about it <laughs> well so so hang on a second i do actually have i don't have anything in medication but i have been preserving human body parts for a fucking long time yes i feel like i have something here that may actually be able to help um uh, you know, I, I, like I said, there's not a lot of food stuffs because they I have wrong. science. Yeah. Okay. So I, I have a two in science. I don't know if that I mean would slightly aid. Yeah. You guys are able to produce something that comes up with, you know, a, a, something that will keep the heart. Yeah. Absolutely. Gotcha. Like okay. I said, is it going to leave it for eight? You know, for the next ten years? Like it would be in. It's not a museum. It's not the bodies. Again. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Because right. I was going to suggest yeah. if your studio was close by, if you wanted to really quickly uh, haul ass there get whatever and then haul ass back 
or if we can just find something in the kitchen, then no, you're good enough. Awesome. Yeah, let's we won't okay. make a big deal out of that. The hellfire. So yeah, Doctor, your pickled eggs will preserve a heart and brain. The end. <laughs> Kids, don't try this at home. It's canon. Uh yeah, don't try any of this at home. Don't 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 try any of this at home. Don't dissect a human body in your kitchen at home in general. Yeah, this is regardless of your setup, regardless of what chemicals you have, please do not dissect a human body in your kitchen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That needs to be said. Yes. We are legally absolved. Let's get weird. Perfect. Thank you for listening to Hellfire Nights. You can like, share, and subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. To help support our network of real play adventure shows, please visit us at patreon.com forward slash the Bardic College. And for as little as $3 a month, you can get access to behind the scenes reels, interviews with players and storytellers, and exclusive adventures featuring your favorite characters from our shows.